We begin with the first verse of hymn 168. From all thy saints in warfare, for all thy saints at rest. To thee, O blessed Jesus, all praises be addressed. Thou, Lord, didst win the battle, that they might conquerors be. Their crowns of living glory all live with praise from thee. The order for evening prayer daily throughout the year is found beginning this evening on page 20 of the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. For God makes speed to save us, O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end, amen. Praise ye the Lord, the Lord's name be praised. You may be seated. For some of the Psalter appointed for the evening prayer of the 21st day is Psalm 106 found beginning on page 503 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the psalm in unison. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endureth forever. Who can express the noble acts of the Lord, or show forth all his praise? Blessed are they that always keep judgment, and do righteousness. Remember, O Lord, according to the favor that thou bearest unto thy people. O visit me with thy salvation, that I may see the felicity of thy chosen, and rejoice in the gladness of thy people, and give thanks with thine inheritance. We have sinned with our fathers. We have done amiss and dealt wickedly. Our fathers regarded not thy wonders in Egypt, neither kept they thy great goodness in remembrance, but were disobedient at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he helped them for his name's sake, that he might make his power to be known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up. So he led them through the deep as through a wilderness, and he saved them from the adversary's hand and delivered them from the hand of the enemy. As for those that troubled them, the waters overwhelmed them. There was not one of them left. Then believed they his words, and sang praise unto him. But within a while they forgot his works, and would not abide his counsel. But lust came upon them in the wilderness, and they tempted God in the desert. And he gave them their desire, 
and sent leanness with all into their soul. They angered Moses also in the tents, and Aaron the saint of the Lord. So the earth opened and swallowed up Dathan, and covered the congregation of Abraham. And the fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up the ungodly. They made a calf in Horeb, and worshipped the molten image. Thus they turned their glory into the similitude of a calf that eateth hay. And they forgot God their Savior, who had done so great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and fearful things by the Red Sea. So he said he would have destroyed them, had not Moses his chosen stood before him in the gap, to turn away his wrathful indignation, lest he should destroy them. Here they thought scorn of that pleasant land, and gave no credence unto his words, but murmured in their tents, and hearkened not unto the voice of the Lord. Then lift he up his hand against them, to overthrow them in the wilderness, to cast out their seed among the nations, and to scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves unto Baal Peor, and ate the offerings of the dead. Thus they provoked him to anger with their own inventions, and the plague was great among them. Then stood up Phineas and prayed, and so the plague ceased, and that was counted unto him for righteousness among all posterities forevermore. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that he punished Moses for their sakes, because they provoked his spirit, so that he spake unadvisedly with his lips. Neither destroyed they the heathen, as the Lord commanded them, but were mingled among the heathen, and learned their works, insomuch that they worshipped their idols, which turned to their own decay. Yea, they offered their sons and their daughters unto devils, and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they offered unto the idols of Canaan, and the land was defiled with blood. Thus were they stained with their own works, and went a-whoring with their own inventions. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people, insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them over into the hands of the heathen, and they that hated them were lords over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and had them in subjection. Many a time did he deliver them, but they rebelled against him with their own inventions and were brought down in their wickedness. Nevertheless, when he saw their adversity, he heard their complaint. He thought upon his covenant and pitied them according unto the multitude of his mercies. Yea, he made all those that led them away captive to pity them. Deliver us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the heathen, that we may give thanks unto thy holy name and make our boast of thy praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting and world without end. And let all the people say, Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 24th chapter of the book of Proverbs. Be not envious against evil men, 
neither desire to be with them. For their heart studieth destruction, and their lips talk of mischief. Through wisdom is an house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increaseth strength. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. Wisdom is too high for a fool, he openeth not his mouth in the gate. He that deviseth to do evil shall be called a mischievous person. The thought of foolishness is sin, and the scorner is an abomination to men. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death, and those that are ready to be slain. If thou sayest, Behold, we knew it not. Doth not he that pondereth the heart consider it? And he that keepeth thy soul, doth not he know it? And shall not he render to every man according to his works? My son, eat thou honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul, when thou hast found it. Then there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. Lay not weights, O wicked man, against the dwellings of the righteous. Spoil not his resting place. For a just man falleth seven times, and riseth up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. Rejoice not when thine enemy falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth. Lest the Lord see it, and it displease him and he turn away his wrath from him. Threat not thyself because of evil men, neither be thou envious at the wicked. For there shall be no reward to the evil man. The candle of the wicked shall be put out. My son, fear thou the Lord and the King, and meddle not with them that are given to change. For their calamity shall rise suddenly, and who knoweth the ruin of them both? These things also belong to the wise. It is not good to have respect of persons in judgment. He that sat under the wicked, thou art righteous. Him shall the people curse, nation shall abhor them. But to them that rebuke him shall be delight, and a good blessing shall come upon him. Every man shall kiss his lips that giveth the right answer. Prepare thy work without, and make it fit for thyself in the field and afterward build thine house. Be not a witness against thy neighbor without cause, and deceive not with thy lips. Say not, I will do so to him as he hath done to me. I will render to the man according to his works. I went by the field of the slothful, and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And though it was all grown over with thorns and nettles, had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth, and thy want as an armed man. Here in it, the first lesson. The Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, 
and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For me hath regarded the loneliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and all is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here we at the first epistle general of John. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. There ran the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. 
which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. For then he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endure thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, to the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, 
for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. The order of Holy Communion is found beginning on page 242 of the Book of Common Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, under whom all hearts are open, all desires home, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name, through Christ our Lord. God speak these words and said, I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt have none other gods but me. Thou shalt not make to thyself any graven image, to the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or in the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them, nor worship them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, and visit the sins of the fathers, upon the children under the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and show mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember that thou keep holy the Sabbath day. Six days shalt thou labor and do all that thou hast to do. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no manner of work, thou and thy son and thy daughter, thy manservant and thy maidservant, thy cattle and the stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his servant, nor his maid, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. Let us pray. O Lord, our governor, whose glory is in all the world, we demand this nation of thy merciful care, 
that being guided by thy providence, we may dwell secure in thy peace. Grant to the President of the United States and to all in authority, both wisdom and strength, to know and to do thy will. Fill them with the love of truth and righteousness, and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in thy fear. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without them. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, who for the greater confirmation of the faith, did suffer thy holy apostle Thomas to be doubtful of thy son's resurrection. Grant us so perfectly and without all doubt to believe in thy Son, Jesus Christ, that our faith in thy sight may never be reproved. Hear us, O Lord, through the same Jesus Christ, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be our honor and glory, now and forevermore. Amen. Almighty God, Give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. Through him who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. The epistle is written in the second chapter of Ephesians, beginning at the 19th verse. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are built together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Irene of the Epistle. The Holy Gospel is written in the 20th chapter of St. John, beginning at the 24th verse. Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, again his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the door being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. 
And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. But I can preach. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God. Light of light, very God of very God, begotten of me, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation, came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost, of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us. Under Pontius Pilate, he suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father, and he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and Giver of life, who proceeded from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I give me one Catholic and Apostolic Church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead, and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please be seated. May the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. There's a beautiful way that the colic puts tonight's celebration of St. Thomas. Uh, I love it the way it puts it, particularly when it says, who for the greater confirmation of the faith did suffer thy holy apostle Thomas to be doubtful of the son's resurrection. 
it's a great example of how often we see in Scripture of how God can use the paltry tools he's given to better showcase his glory. Thomas, in his unbelief, gives this blessed opportunity for Jesus to teach and to show not just Thomas, not just the uh, 11 other apostles that are there left over, but uh, the whole church, all of us, right? All of us who, as the epistle tells us, are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with those saints. Thomas can get kind of a bum rap, but you know, there's that wonderful moment when the apostles are pretty sure that all of them are in great danger of all dying. Right? This is for the last time Jesus goes into Jerusalem. And Jesus says, we're all going to Jerusalem. And Thomas looks around and says, well, I guess we're all going to, we got to go with Jesus and go die. Right? So it isn't that Thomas is a coward, right? He's being very, very reasonable when, well, my master and teacher was crucified by the Romans. No one has ever gotten better from that ever. He must be dead. It's a perfectly reasonable way to look at the situation in uh, AD 33. However, the point that Jesus makes to him, right, blessed are those who come, who believe, who don't see, is not just that, wow, look how great everyone's going to be who believes, and you idiot, you didn't, right? No. It's that it's already there, right? Everything that happens in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ has already been foretold. It isn't as if we don't have the word of God that shows us all these things, particularly the Old Testament where all this is prophesied. One of the great benefits of being an Anglican is the reading through Isaiah and seeing it all there. Right? The very scriptures the apostles would open up to the people of the ancient world to show them that this Christ was the same Christ who was always coming. That same idea is all there for us, right? And blessed are we who believe. And so there are many ways in which God shows us and reveals himself to us. Obviously, it's one thing to have him allow you to poke his hands, your hands into his wounds. That's a very graphic way. But God has revealed himself perfectly in his word to us, right? It isn't as if we are somehow less privileged in what we've been able to see and hear and know, we were in fact, as John, as he finishes this account, he says, and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Right? So this is a life flowing out of Jesus, right? flowing from the word of God, inspired by the Holy Spirit. We'll end tonight on the proclamation, the, 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 the praise of Thomas. Right? He touches Jesus' wounds and realizes this is his master. This is his friend. This is his Lord. And what does he say? He says, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. He begins to worship. He begins to worship. Um, perhaps that is the better way to remember Thomas, not as the doubter. Um, but as the one who, when presented with the indisputable evidence of Christ's resurrection, is 
filled with nothing but worship. May we all follow that example today and every day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Whatsoever ye would that men should do unto you, even so do unto them. For this is the law and the prophets. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ's church militant here on earth. Almighty and ever-living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to accept our oblations and to receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word, and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also so to direct and dispose the hearts of all Christian rulers, that they may truly and impartially administer justice, to the punishment of wickedness and vice, and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and pastors, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word, and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacrament. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with me caught in due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. And we must humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and suffer all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity, especially those for whom our prayers are designed. And we also bless thy holy name, for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, 
beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good example, that with them we may be partakers of thy holy kingdom. Grant this, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Ye who do truly and earnestly repent of your sins, and all love and charity with your name, and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God, and walking from henceforth in his holy way. Draw me with thee, and take this holy sacrament to your comfort, and make your humble confession to Almighty God, meekly kneeling upon your knees. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life to the honor and glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who is great mercy, hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him. Have mercy upon us, pardon us, and deliver you from all your sins. Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Hear what comfortable words our Savior Christ hath unto all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Here also what St. Paul says, This is a true saying, and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Here also what St. John says, If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, O Lord, most high. Amen. We do 
not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercy. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made him, by his one oblation of himself once offered, a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and it institute, and in his holy gospel, command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until his coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we most humbly beseech thee, and grant that we, receiving these thy creatures of bread and wine, according to thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me.
sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all of the benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and lively sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee, but all we who are partakers of this holy communion may be fulfilled with thy grace and heavenly benediction. But although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits but pardoning our offenses. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, World without end. Glory be to God on high, and on earth peace, God will towards men. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee, we glorify thee, we give thanks to thee for thy great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away our sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, receive our prayers. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. O thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord, thou only, O Christ, who is the Holy Ghost, art most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen. 
peace of God which passeth all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Please join me in the fifth and third verse of hymn 168. All praise for thine apostle, whose short-lived outings prove thy perfect nature, the fullness of thy love. On all who live thy coming, shed forth thy peace, O Lord, and grant us faith to know thee, true man, true God, adored. Then praise we God the Father, and praise we God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, eternal free in one, till all the ransom number fall down before thy throne. And honor, power, and glory ascribe to God alone. Amen.